0: Welcome to Tales from the Old World, a Warhammer fantasy podcast sponsored by War of the Everchosen. A 6th edition fantasy event with some of the most fun and unique scenarios in the hobby. Go to talesfromtheoldworld.com to get your tickets today to claim the title of Everchosen.
1: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Tales from the Old World. In this episode, I'm talking to Matt Deary of Matt's 3D Haven, a 3D miniature printing company you can find on Facebook and eBay. Matt's a veteran 6th Edition player who's usually in the top three of all the 6th Edition events I've been to. Uh, if you haven't, if he hasn't won completely, that is. And today we're going to talk about his army, the Demon Legions. Matt's main army is Nurgle, so we mainly talk about Nurgle demons, but we do actually talk about the strengths of all the other demon armies as well, because a lot of it's relevant when it comes to like the ward saves and stuff like that. Um, in the episode we cover why he chose Nurgle Demons, what he enjoys about the lore, uh, the creativity uh, you can have when building a Nurgle army and how you can make it really unique with conversions and uh, special painting. We talk about the differences between the, you know, the, the usual mortal hordes armies and the chaos demon armies and what's the real differences. We talk about how demonic instability works and how it can be the real reason the army actually wins or loses. Uh, We talk about the lists in the Storm of Chaos supplement which is what you need to find if you want a list for demons of chaos. We go into why that uh, plus one leadership is actually huge for demon armies and how that actually keeps them in the game. We talk about demonic wards and the cloud of flies advantage which actually is a special rule on most of Nurgle. We talk about the strengths of plague bearers and how they can be used. We talk about the importance of a battle standard bearer for demons and how it keeps them in the game. We discuss why Nurglins are the best swarm in the game, in my opinion too. We discuss what magic items he never leaves the house without, <laughs> without. We talk about how he uses psychology as a weapon to gain victory, not just about combat and magic and things like that. He talks about how the being outnumbered by a fear-causing unit is a huge part of his tactics when it comes to combat. We discuss greater demons more in detail um but actually specifically a lot more detail about the great and clean one obviously we're mainly with nurgle um, we talk about how enemy armies can take advantage of the slowness of nurgle so we do get into the if we're going up against nurgle demons what do we do and slowness is a huge uh, disadvantage for them um and how you can use march blocking to pick apart a nurgle army But anyway, let's get into it. Before we do, if you're looking for an amazing 6th edition tabletop event, remember to check out War The Ever Chosen with some awesome, unique scenarios. Uh, You can go to talesfromtheoldworld.com and click on Events for Details. So here's the episode.
0: How's it going, mate? You okay? Thanks for coming on.
1: Not a problem, Dave, those things. Not so bad, not so bad, mate. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, we're all good, we're all good. Um It's been a been a long November of tournaments, to be honest. I think I'm glad for the break, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. We just came off
1: resurrection last weekend, wasn't it? Where your dark elves give everybody a bit of a spanking, really, which is a surprise for most people because everybody's like, "Oh, especially for me as a as a former <laughs> dark elf player who never gets sod all." See, who do get. Uh, Eleven thousand tournament points, <laughs> and I don't think I'm even making that number up. I think that was the actual number. Um, yeah, it was,
0: yeah, it was pretty much, pretty much bang on twelve k, wasn't it? It was, it was quite abusive to be fair.
1: <laughs> Real quickly, we're getting into Chaos Demons today, but go on, tell us that you listed what, what you did for those Dark Elves.
0: Uh, dark Elves so what did I say? I took a level four On a Pegasus with the Soulstone to She Ignores miscasts, Life Taker because crossbow. Um, and the four at Ward from the Storm of Chaos book. Another level two with the Doombolt wand. I can't pronounce the name of it. You, you probably know it, Dave. Uh, <laughs> another level four with the seal, uh, level, level two, sorry, with the Seal of Grand and the um, Darkstar Cloak. Then 20 crossbowmen, 15 Dark Riders. Obviously, three units of five with crossbows and musicians. Some Colbon knights with full command and the standard of slaughter. A one chariot. Uh, two units of six shades and four repeater bolt throwers. What oh, are the four
1: bolt throwers? Is one gives everybody pause. How many dice were you rolling in your shooting phase? We reckon, are uh, you going to estimate?
0: Hang on, let me just bring up the old
1: calculator. <laughs> I can actually tell you. It's not even maths we can do. Uh, it,
0: it is, it is math. So, uh, 20, 35, 47, 48. Eight times two plus
1: 24, 120 shots. Oh, there you go. So, good luck, everybody else, especially if you've got toughness three and you haven't got much, much armor on you. But anyway, we'll do that. We'll do that another time because it just makes me feel depressed. So, I get hammered when I get playing my dark elves. So, right, we're talking today about uh, uh, the demonic legions and specifically Nurgles, your. Uh, god of choice but should should we start off with just how when did you get into the hobby and how you got into it and how you how you survived in between the old end times and and all that
0: (laughs) well i got into the hobby in 1996 that's how long ago it was i think i was what about eight years old um my mom's friend had two older guys, uh, two older kids that lived across the road. They, they played and they mm-hmm. got me into it. They played 40K um, at the time. This was still second edition 40K. That's how long ago we are talking. It was making me feel really old in Dave. So now I'm <laughs> depressed. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they took me to the Games Workshop in Birmingham, sorted it, you know, kind of said, oh, you know, this is what you want and everything. So, like, I came out with a paint set, box of Space Marines. I think it was the Citadel fire base as well i don't know if you remember that cardboard yeah with yeah, yeah, yeah. the, yeah. the plastic bulkheads and everything played played that for a while with those guys obviously you know it was proper kitchen table hammer sort of sort of thing um with terribly painted space marines even to the point that i didn't realize which way space marine shoulder pads went on <laughs> so i stuck them, stuck them on the wrong way and everything but you know absolutely loved it play and uh, then round six edition started to i always enjoyed fantasy because i remember because i played 40k obviously because those guys were into it but i always really loved the look of fantasy especially that old red period fourth fifth edition warhammer That's yeah
1: like, that, that was my sweet spot when i got into yeah, it the
0: models wise that is that is the sweet spot nothing nothing to me is better than those you know orion with his fantastic mullet you know oh, all, yeah, all, brilliant. All, all the red everything oh, i was Beautiful. The tree.
1: Um, I know. Yeah, because you, you maybe you dabbled with a lot of wood elves, didn't you? And I remember you telling me when you started. Yeah, um, yeah. That, and that, that, I, lo- I love the tree men from the 90s, rather than uh, the big twiglet thing that come in the... I, I've got about four or five of them. Oh, I love them. I turned them into yeah. beasts, didn't I? With my army. Yeah. but uh, I love them. Just made them shiny and slimy instead. But sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry.
0: Yeah, and then as I started to go to the the local games workshop in in Solihull, then it was um, it, it was very much a case of I started to get into fantasy a little bit more. So, and started with my first my first love for Warhammer, which will be Wood Elves. Uh, people will moan, groan, and everything whenever you say Wood Elves, but they are just my favourite army to play with by far, and um, always have been, always will be. Um,
1: I don't, th- to be fair, I don't think there's an army that somebody won't moan and groan about. Because oh, no, we've no, all had no. that hammering off that one race at one time, where you're like, "That was an overpowered army." How dare yeah, it, exactly. Well. Like, <laughs> you know it, what it's I mean? like
0: but... Tomb Kings are my least favorite army at the moment your because I keep, just... on, I keep on getting beaten by them. Uh, I just can't deal with them at all. <laughs> their, their magic just melts my head, so I, I hate I hate Tomb Kings <laughs> at the moment. It with with, with your demons
1: or with, with the the new Dark Elves? Any army?
0: Oh, well, actually, I haven't played Tomb Kings with Dark Elves, but every time I play the demons, I lose against Tomb Kings that's interesting yeah i'll tell you why later okay okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah and then started to get into fantasy um 6th edition came around uh, started playing that quite heavily but i started to move between armies because of course what else never got their update right until the end yeah yeah so i uh so i dabbled with a bit of chaos bit of vampire counts, uh orcs and goblins various various other bits and pieces then Wood Elves got re-released played those and they ended sixth edition and a lot of people started to to move away from it and Mm -hmm. when i was at university a lot of people were playing 40k and i used to play 40k quite competitively not successfully mine at all i qualified (laughs) once with an entirely broken army and then they got rid of it so that was that was that dream over um but then around about it was around about the mid to start of eighth edition Warhammer because we started to move back to back to fantasy with the release of eighth edition. Uh, I had kind of like the Great Warhammer tantrum of twenty twelve or whatever it was, I think. Um <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I was I was I was playing it was it was not long into eighth edition, so I was all I was and I was playing with my Wood Elves. So I was So you did, out, you did try out eight, son, did
1: you did try out eighth and did you to give I, it Unfortunately a
0: I did, yes. Um <laughs> but the Wood Elves always only still had their sixth edition book. They didn't get their their eighth edition book right till the end of Warhammer. Right. Uh, Warhammer eighth edition, a bit like Dwarves didn't. Hmm. And because of that, I was already playing with one arm tied behind my back because the Wood Elf book was not written for eighth edition at all. And because it had all chat, you know, Wood Elves want to be multiple small units, units of skirmishers, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, they do bugger all to a block of fifty swordmasters.
1: Fifty.
0: It was <laughs> a unit of fifty. What kind of pervert? Every eight, every eighth edition. Yeah. Uh, And so, and I I went to this tournament, I I think it was in Birmingham somewhere, and I played quite literally the same Dark Elf list three games in a row because that was the meta list at the time. Right, right, right. Right, I get you. And so, I went, that's it. Stopped. Stopped for a while. Um, Stopped for a while because I was just like, I I can't be dealing with this anymore. I'm sick of the meta chasing, all that sort of stuff. And uh, about a couple of years ago, I got a text message from my mate going, are you going to pick up your Wood Elf Armour? because I'd left it in, he, he, he's got a, a bit like a, a bit like Alex's house, he's, he's like, top, the top floor of the attic has converted into a gaming room, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and everyone used to leave their armies there, and obviously I'd left it there, and I got this figure case out, and it was covered in a layer of dust about that thing, it, it was insane, <laughs> and I started getting through him again, going, I used to love doing this, why did I stop, but then I started researching about kind of you know, different games and everything. If you, there was an eighth edition tournament in in Derby a couple of years ago. That one guy that we knew was running, so mm. I went and played with that, and it was quite interesting. You know, kind of getting back in with all the muscle memory and everything. But yeah, then I remember going, eighth edition was rubbish, and then I found yeah. a sixth edition forum. and and um, well, yeah, game over, pretty much, really. Well,
1: well, that's why I said I think I must have, I think I must have said in another podcast, but because I got back into, but I never played six. I literally played fifth. And even though when sixth came out, me and my mates couldn't really afford to get, you know, like new things. So we yeah. just kept playing with fifth for a bit. And then it got to a point where it kind of pitted out. So getting back into the hobby, whenever it was a year or so ago, it was, you look at the latest edition, didn't you? Like, and just looking at the rules, and it was like, how did anybody afford an army in in this in Eighth Edition? As you say, a unit of fifty, and you're like, oh, geez, And then it just seemed like a. I'm, I'm sure people who play Eighth are listening to this furious, but but, but whatever. But basically it just was one of
0: the reasons why it died because Eighth Edition, especially, was prohibitively expensive.
1: Yeah, and and but six to me, it was like the edition I was playing. You know, I played Fourth or Fifth with either a couple of improvements or something else that made it more in, uh, intricate like the magic phase. I really like, I, I like the fact it's different, so I could go back and play both, but, but eighth, just, I don't know. Actually, because I was, I wanted to go and play, I didn't know anybody who played it anymore. So I'm going to have to go to an, an event. Do you know what I mean? To, to get some games in. Um, well, that,
0: that's what I did. I mean, this, this was the way that, that, that I went about it because there was a few people in Derby at my local gaming store boards and sorts so that, play six edition um you know pretty quite regularly to be fair um but you're always playing the same armies all the time aren't you unless someone builds a new army you know it's like there's one guy who's like you know tom Bryan. he is the goblin king as i like to call him you know (laughs) he he plays he plays common goblins and nothing else yeah a couple of other guys you know like oh, they've got their old dark elf armies they've got their old goblin armies or whatever which is you know which is great because that's what they enjoy playing with but obviously you want to start, you know, experiencing different things because it peters out if you're playing the same thing all the time. Because
1: yeah, if you don't find interesting scenarios, do you know what I mean? If it's just pitch battles and you, yeah, yeah exactly. just get a bit flat.
0: And so I found out about Alex's resurrection events, and I didn't know anyone at all. But I thought sod it, and I yeah. went to the I went to the first one that he did in Daventry. But I only went for the tournament day. I didn't go for the campaign day. Hmm. Because I thought I'll give it a try. I just dip my toe in the water and everything. But I met people like uh, John, uh, Jared, or Garrett. Yeah. Um, you know, Ed, uh, Ed Howden, Tom as well. Or I think Tom maybe one of, been one of the second ones. Um, you know, a few of the people that you start just naturally getting talking to, and then you look at it, you man. the group of it, mates that are built up around it is insane, though.
1: And I was trying to explain it to people because I started a, uh, a Facebook like Northwest Facebook group, just trying yeah. it as literally because. A lot of the events and stuff tend to be down south or just like not too close to the, the midlands are great the they say you got alex's and stuff in the midlands and south wales um but but it was just but basically what i'm getting at is i was really oh but I'm, I'm six four i'm six four I'm full grown up, but i was nervous going back into do you know what i mean and i knew i was going to get a hammer in but you hear stories of people just being assholes do you know what i mean and just like um but I, I was re- – just for anybody listening who's thinking of going to an event, I was really I – haven't, I haven't met one dickhead. I, I might have met somebody, you know, who's like, oh, grumble, grumble. But when they're getting beat, but in between, they're all right. And uh, so uh, you, you got – it takes some balls to, to do, do it. Especially with this is the kind of, should we say, it's the kind of hobby where we're not the- – it might not be full of the most socially confident people, should we say. So so step so step into an event like that does take some balls. So I just recommend doing it because it, you you as I say, and plus you might do terrible in the tournament like I did but you come away with meeting people that you can go and have future games with away from the tournament and stuff like that, don't you? And like meet up and
0: exactly. Like I've had you over to my house to have a a massive game for, you know, just for, just, just for the hell of it. Mm. But I think the important thing is, I mean, what I've got to remember is, I mean, I know every, you know, you're playing a game, everyone wants to win all that sort of stuff and and whatnot, but there's no money on the line. There's, you know, there's none of that. You are just there to play toy soldiers. Um, Yeah. I I think
1: if I, I don't want to say I enjoy losing, but if I'm having a good game against a good guy, you know, like just you could and as, aspe- essentially, essentially, if, if he hasn't cheated or he has, I'll enjoy losing in a way as well. I'll be I'll be pissed off that I didn't win, but you know, when you learn something, you've had a bit of a laugh as you're doing it. I think at the end of the day, it's a game. At the end of the day, do you know what I mean. So the so the winner all costs wankers. I don't quite. I don't quite care. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I I,
0: I will tell you now the two best games of 6th edition I have had so far, um, or at least in in, in memory, I've had some really, really, really good games. But the two games that really stand out are two that I have lost. Yeah. Who are you playing? Do you know? Alex Alex with both of them. Uh, It was the first (laughs) game. It was the first game of Resurrection, because I was supposed to play Silvio, but he was la- he was late, because he got caught in Traffic or something like that. Ale-
1: Alex Storch, if you don't know who we're talking about, he puts on these Resurrection Vex of the UK, sort of the best events. If you're in the UK, you should go get into it if you're into six. But sorry, go on. Who, you want, oh, I'm but he is good at what he does. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> I've, got, I've got my Nurgle Demons for that uh, for, for that event, because it was the first time I'd, I'd bought them, and I'll I'll, I'll t- tell you about kind of where the army came from in a minute, but he, he he'd kind of got his ring around me, and he just put a you know a standard Wood Elf list together. But yeah. it was one of those games that that's was. An- <laughs> English-
1: that's annoying when it's a standard list. It's not, a, <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean? Like a crazy strong list. Yeah, you know he's got a standard? yeah, but yeah. That's that's it, annoying. It, 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 it was it
0: was a standard Wood Elf list. You know, there was some Glade Guard, there was some Wild Riders, there was a yeah. Tree Man Ancient, there was some there was some Wizards, there was some War Dancers, some Dryads. You know, yeah. it's, it's like you look at it and go, "That's Wood Elves," but. Uh, it, it was one of those games that was really nip and tuck and, and really tactical, and I only lost it slightly. But it was one of those where things keep on going backwards and forwards. It's like you know, yeah. I've had a really good turn. I'm in the ascendancy. He battles back and and you know does some does something. I, you know, I, I then countered with something else. It was the same as the game that I just played with him at the weekend against these Orcs and Goblins. Um,
1: yeah, the, the best the, ones when it, it comes down to the last round,
0: sometimes type ones. But, and and that was the thing with that Orc and Goblin game. I mean, turn six, everything needed to go perfectly for me, and it went absolutely perfectly. But then, on his turn, everything needed to go perfectly for him, and it went absolutely perfectly. It was <laughs> it was mental. <laughs> Absolutely mental.
1: Yeah, no, that, that that's what. That's because you you learn a new thing from next time. Yeah, it's supposed to be at the edge you see. So, but that's why. So that's why I get obsessed with the game. It's just the like me, as you say, mean you had a four thousand point game and something like that, didn't we? And oh, whatever you just, it was,
0: yeah, it was, it was uh, a silly amount of points, but it was yeah. just a case of how much can we reasonably fit on a six foot table? Right, we'll do that then.
1: But you don't. Oh, sorry, I'm not going to get angry because you won that one, but i don't which. Wasn't a surprise, but it's kind of. Uh, but I've never. When was the last time we had a four thousand point game? And you get to you, you get to use units that you never could fit into that two thousand point army. You're always trying to squeeze something it's, in.
0: Exactly, you you take you take a load of random stuff, don't you? you know, yeah, like, you Even, like deal, some some shell, yeah, no.
1: some stuff that you would probably never use because it's like, oh, that's shit. But y- you might not have the points, so you're gonna have to use that unit. And stuff exactly. like that. That's, a, that's when it com- that's when it really comes from. But let us let, get into the so why did we choose what so you got into after the wood elf phase and all these phases, so you came across the Demon Legion. What, what was that? What was that like?
0: Well it's what happened was was because when we started back in sixth edition in uh, in derby, I, I decided I wasn't gonna play Wood Elves because we know that we we know all about Wood Elves, they're a horrifically strong book and generally people want to <laughs> play for fun. And also the way that wood elves play with avoidance and running around people and not letting them get charges off and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's not really fun for people, especially if you if you know what you're doing with them, essentially. So I thought I'll oh, fall back to chaos. You know, yeah. uh, chaos is always a good, pretty, you know, a pretty good, pretty good middle ground for everyone. It's walk forward and it's someone basically. And. Mm. Um, and and so we building a uh, giant, you know, hordes of chaos army. I mean, you've seen my chaos, my mm-hmm. chaos collection. It's massive, uh, you know, now, and it's still growing for Nurgle. And naturally, I just pick Nurgle. Um, uh, was,
1: generally... there re- was, was there a gen- was there a, a reason for Nurgle in particular, or was Did it the Nurgle... lore? Was it the actual tactics? Was it the the gifts or the magic, or was it just the way they Nurgle's... looked on the models? Do you
0: know what I mean? Nurgle's always been my default god. Uh, i think is the, the best thing to say i like the law because with with nurgle he's 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 quite a he's quite a happy god really you know <laughs> he's, a, he, he's a bit like he's a bit like gork and walk you know he just wants to infect people with disease he just wants to put some diseases in a pot infectable with it and see what happens and and,
1: and he's not do you like zinch so or like what's the word being secretive about it, so yeah, they're all just, scheming uh, and everything, you know, twiddling the scheming.
0: moustaches and all that So, of Noble's like, oh, I don't care. It's a bit like corn, you know. Corn doesn't care. He just wants to hit people, you know. Noble <laughs> just wants to mess around with stuff. But obviously, yeah. you know, generally all of his followers are quite happy and, and all that sort of stuff. You know, they're reveling in the filth. You know, yeah, that's a good I mean, that's a
1: good that's a good point actually. They look at their models; they've all got smiles on their faces. It, it, you know exactly that. You know, they're like yeah, they're really about
0: diseased that. and malformed, but they're loving it. Yeah. and it, it's so it, it's kind of like from a long perspective it's like they're like they're part of you know like the generally evil people but they're yeah. loving it they're,
1: yeah, they're not yeah.
0: loving it because they're genuinely evil they're just loving it because they're just loving life essentially <laughs> it's, it, it's, it, it's just it's just a brilliant way to look at it um and also with the modeling opportunities with dergel because you know corn guys it's a dude in armor
1: yeah, you know, yeah. No, you're in right.
0: armor with a big axe and some skulls on him. Whereas Nogal, you can you can be a bit more creative. You know, I, as as you know, obviously, especially now with having the printer and everything. But even before that, it was like I like that model. I'll buy it and find a use for it. You know, yeah. Will because it be a, a unique filler? It doesn't matter.
1: You've had because you've taken no big weird worm creatures and put them on the end of a chariot and stuff like that
0: haven't you exactly yeah exactly. it's like you know I've got maggots pulling chariots or you know I've got like horribly diseased mutated trolls and everything even though they kind of on the mark and urgle but yeah. they just make us look thematic or uh, I, I, the, my next one is making marauder cavalry out of zombies and snails <laughs> I like it. No. So, yeah, you know, it's like, but you can you can just take things that, you know, you can, you can take things that are generally diseased or generally malformed and just find a way to use them.
1: Because I, I, I was talking to somebody the other week, because I think somebody was talking about how, like, my Chaos female army, um, it's like it's all based around Albion and stuff like that, but it's, it's not the strongest Chaos list at all. and people say well if you did this and did this and make it ridiculously strong but i'd be like yeah but that wouldn't be my army would be unique and i'm trying to like all my generals always a bit convert. i like especially when you go to an event or something there's nothing more depressing which i kind of found with dark elves a lot where you'd paint them and you'd turn up at an event and somebody would have almost the same army as you do you know what i mean slightly different painted maybe a little bit
0: it's like with my dark elves, I'm trying to find a slightly different way to paint them, and I figured out what I'm going to do with them now. But it's just trying to make them slightly different to everyone else's dark elf army because you know, dark elves generally they come in black, purple, and silver, don't they? Those are like the three main colors for dark elves, yeah. essentially. Uh, yeah. and like you say, with you for me, it does, and this is the good thing about playing the game nowadays you're not interested in the meta armies at all. You, you know, yeah. everyone, everyone remembers Rattling Gun Spam. Everyone remembers the Vampire Count armies of Doom. Everyone remembers the dwarf gun lines or, or whatever mm. it is. But generally when you find to go to these things, no one really plays that sort of stuff anymore.
1: No, because it's not, it's not. And it's not fun to win with them. Like the first if you've got six games in a weekend, the first one you're probably like, yeah. Second one you're like, Okay, keep going. But surely that fourth and fifth one, you're like, uh, this is. Do you know what I mean? You can't be. You can't be delighted with it. So, I think it's not, that not weird thing. The old
0: better armies. No, I I, I. I. But I noticed. I mean, like you look at last weekend at Resurrection. There was what two Dark Elves, the mm-hmm. Jaw. Jor- from here, uh, Moss's Chaos, which was you know a completely different Chaos list or whatever. yeah, it
1: wasn't full see. of armor, It's full of monsters and ogres. Yeah, and exactly.
0: It so. got all, all monsters and gribblys and everything. Uh, you know, who else did you have? I mean, you had James with Dogs of War, but he was using you know actual named Dogs of War units. You know, yeah. you've got the uh, Goldfags, ogres, the pirates, uh, the Blondrons, yeah. the Lost Legion, lumping crooks fighting cocks, all that. sort yeah. of Yeah. You know. And, yeah.
1: and when you come up against an army and like that, you get a little excited a little bit. Do you know if you're playing oh, the standard army that you see a million times, when you see one which is like,
0: oh, wow, I haven't seen that since blah, blah, blah. Or yeah, exactly. A I was, sitting, I was like, sitting there. Where'd you get that model
1: a... from and all that? I love I, that stuff.
0: I was playing that bloody dark, uh playing that uh, uh, Dogs of War army. I was sitting there going, I'm so jealous he's got all these lovely models. I want
1: yeah. all of them. I want <laughs> all of them. Yeah, they would be... A- <laughs> There would be a fortune if you tried to get them off on eBay or something. Oh it?
0: It, easily a grand fifteen hundred quids worth of models at nowadays prices. Easy price, yeah. I used to have a fifth edition Dogs of War Army and it got and it got sold at some point, you know, when I was a teenager and adult me now wants to strangle teenagers. Yeah,
1: oh, no, every everybody's got so <laughs> many stories about that. I got rid of so much and uh I I, I had an original my brother bought and it's not Warhammer, but with the same thing, my mum got rid of half of our Warhammer stuff, and then an original Millennium Falcon toy from 1982,
0: one of the Kenner ones.
1: Yeah, so it was like, it, and it was like, so my my mum basically <laughs> got rid of everything in the attic. I probably sold like, don't te- like something you could get for like ten grand on, <laughs> but yeah. But that's the story of everybody. It's like we all turned into the like most people like go to uni way or got their job and all that, and then it just. You get on with it but uh yeah. but, I, I mean, but, a lot of
0: it with being a kid was selling other stuff to fund new projects and everything like that which is, yeah um, yeah traditionally especially with the advent of eBay and everything it was the, it was the way you did it you sold your old army to buy a new
1: one yeah that's right and um but yeah so right so, so just in case somebody's never really played the demons so what what we're, what's we'll get into units in a minute but what's the differences really between uh, the hordes, like the mortal, oh, the hordes of chaos compared to demon-only so, armies.
0: Demon armies fall into into two camps. Essentially, you've got the hordes of chaos version and the demonic legion. Hordes of chaos. That the reason that I enjoy collecting chaos as well is you've got three army lists to choose from because you've got your beast of chaos stuff, you've got your human, your mortal chaos stuff, and then you've got mm. your demons and Generally with chaos, you can just mix all three together into a giant hodgepodge, and you know, hopefully something good will come out of it. Hmm. But with demons in hordes of chaos, specifically, obviously they get. If you've got a demonic general, that means your demons are your core choices, but you then get, uh, you know, you get a limited number of core choices. So, obviously, you should be playing mono god. I did listen to the episode with Max, and I do agree with him. You know, people that don't play mono god chaos armies are sadists and weirdos that should be locked up. Bevets. <laughs> Perfect. So, Exactly, so obviously, like, if you pick a Nurgle, then in terms of your core choices, you've got Nurglings and plate bearers. if you pick Corn, you've only got Bloodletters and Fleshhounds, etc, yeah. etc, cetera, etc, but your special choices then get, your special and rare choices then get opened up into the wonderful world of all the rest of it, so, yeah, if you want some skirmishing if you want some other skirmishing stuff that's not Nurglings, you can bring in Beast Herds, if you want something really hard-hitting, you can take a unit of Chosen Knights as a special choice and all, and all that sort of stuff, but the rules also change slightly so for example in the hordes of chaos book they use the what you would call the standard demon rules so Mm. magic is negated by its ward save um they have a lower a point lower of leadership and for people that don't know about demonic instability um demonic instability works a little bit like vampires crumbling with a few extra steps in it essentially so if you lose combat with a demon unit you roll on your unmodified leadership so say it be eight or something like that um and if you roll over eight so if you roll a nine ten eleven or twelve the demon unit disappears it's gone it's, it's dead fully yeah if you roll equal to or under it you then apply combat resolution to that role that you've made and then that many demons die to represent them losing their grip on the mortal world essentially yeah. and obviously if you're all over it they've lost it completely and they pop is the is, is the general term mm. but what that does mean is though is you can you can have cheaper heroes so like you could take a an aspiring champion of chaos which is like their cheapest hero which is like 80 points mm. and you can give him a magic item that makes him a demonic general. Yeah. So so you can have like a you know like a hundred point character, so you could get more points for for stuff, you know, more points for stuff essentially. Yeah. And so that's the Hordes of Chaos version. It's still it's good, um, but a lot of the time with it, demons become the liability of it because one bad combat role and they're gone. The unit's gone.
1: Especially if you've got a big unit as well, that's like
0: a big unit of play bearers is like 350 400 points you know and that can, and that so, can pop in one one round of that, combat exactly. <laughs> and and that's the and, and that's and that's the problem and that is the problem with it which is why pre the storm of chaos you never really saw pure demon armies at all you know mm. people may have added something it's like flesh hands are really good in a chaos knight army for example because uh especially in a court knight army because they can sit in front of the night units. They're immune to psychology, and they can be frenzy baited away, so that the knights aren't frenzy baited. So then they can go right. and charge something. That sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's only eighty points of five, so you're not going to care if they pop. But hmm. then the storm of chaos rolled round, and obviously, with the background for storm of chaos, obviously chaos magic is falling all over the old world. So the demons have a bit more of a stronger grip on reality. Essentially, they can manifest in the uh, in the old world and you know in the Warhammer world a little bit easier. So they then got their upgraded rules, which is the demonic legion, and this is the pure demon army essentially. So, so you can only you know, get a-
1: this in the Storm of Chaos art. Well, yeah. P- PDF. You can find a PDF of it online if you can't find <laughs> yeah. an actual uh, book for me or
0: It's a Storm of Chaos supplement, and it's it's a pure demon army. So you can't have any mortal or you know human mortal or beast of chaos in it. You only get demons, but. They, checked, they tweaked the rules for them slightly. Um, so instead of it, the magic, the ward save that demons get being negated by magic, it's just a blanket ward save. So every uh, every unit in your army comes with a 5-up ward save st- as standard. Hmm. They also increased every demon's leadership by a point. So instead of being leadership 8, you're leadership 9. So that relatively high chance of you popping now becomes quite a lot. You know, now is only a 25% chance instead of hmm. a, what, 35 or
1: it kind of makes a huge even though it's one point that kind of makes a huge difference doesn't
0: it it's I mean, an insane difference yeah. because you can now comfortably roll average and still be fine yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah whereas you've got to roll equal to or under average all the time with the with the normal rules but they also introduced increased troop types so instead of safe and nurgle you've just got plague bearers and nurglings you then get the chariot you get plague hmm. riders as well um you Corn know, got the blood crushers and the and, and the and the demon and their demon chariot. Kind of all, all four flavours of demons got their own mm. chariot. They got their own kind of monstrous cavalry, so you know, blood letters on juggernauts, um plague bearers on beasts of chaos, Ka- on uh, beast of Nurgle, uh flamers on Zech flamers on discs of Zeech flying around and slanesh demonets on boobworms and all that sort of stuff. Yeah um but they also introduced a new hero type because previously within hordes of chaos you only had your lord choice which was a demon prince Mm. uh who is like a rare lord and a hero slot i believe and then you also had the exalted demon which is like a mini demon prince essentially Mm. same sort of stat line flies all that sort of stuff but he was two hero choices so they also introduced the the demonic herald See, you know, it's like your, it's your your little baby demon general, essentially. So it's like a an elevated. Can, can it be a
1: jet? Can it be the lord of your army, of heralds, or the hero? Not in the here, not so. a demonic
0: legion. Only an exalted demon or a um, or a demon prince can be your general, or a greater demon if you really want to sink some points into it. But what the Herald allows you to do is take is take them as the battle standard bearer, and the battle standard bearer then allows you to re-roll your demonic instability. Oh right. now you're talking Yeah. So as you can see, you're going from troops troop types that are a massive liability in your army because there's a very high chance of them just disappearing and giving and go kind of you're just like signing over 350, 400 victory mm. points to your opponent, to these units are not going anywhere. Because- Especially
1: when you have so, does the
0: I'm right, the demonic pop and all
1: that actually you call with the greater demons as well? So, if you get yeah, a effect, in clean one, they can pop. Yeah. So, yeah. Effect, so, that's going to be a nightmare because I never really think about that. It's like, oh, you can because you always go, oh, great and clean one, wound 10 wounds or whatever, but you realize, oh, if you actually get beat him, beat him in combat, he could pop. I suppose that's your only chance. <laughs> we'll get into that in a bit, but anybody yeah. listening going, oh, yeah, no, that's actually a point, you could get. But if you have that, as I was saying, if you put how many points into that and you roll, having that BSB very close by can come in very handy, you know?
0: Exactly. So the the BSB provides a nice bubble to kind of limit that, but it allows you to re-roll the demonic instability no matter Mm -hmm. what you roll. So say if you've got a unit of four demons left, for example, because this is also what you've got to remember is all demons are effectively unbreakable. So if you've got four left and you've lost combat by, I don't know, let's say you've lost combat by four. So Mm. you know that you need to roll, on Leadership 9, you need to roll a 5 or under to Mm. not suffer any wounds and keep the unit there and not not let them die. Let's say if you roll a 7, or let's say you roll a 9, so you know the entire unit's going to crumble, but you still passed your demonic instability. The BSB still allows you to re-roll that, so you can try and get a lower number if you want.
1: Yeah, that's handy. Because my Chaos Army, the only demons I have are Furies, and Furies can be great for bloody... Uh, their job at the end of the day is to get artillery and maybe the odd necromancer or wizard or whatever. But the amount yeah. time the amount of times they pop because their leadership is like they're the they're just essentially flying hounds really. But uh, but they pop they do pop a lot if they yeah. if they run
0: into the wrong people they pop. they uh, they they're... furies are great for the things that they are designed for because they're designed for war machine hunting, mage hunting and march blocking. Yeah yeah that's the thing. yeah yeah. They're, they're not they're not there to go into you know 20 empire swordsmen and tear them to shreds they're never going to in, mm. in the slightest but they're very good for fighting other small units like fast cab that sort of thing it's like i love flinging my Furies into dark riders that come clue close or something like that because yeah
1: uh, well they get, you know, they, they get they get they, they get charged like, they get charged a lot if they are nearby and somebodys in bad they do go for my Furies um can you can do the demons because they're essentially breakable can they choose to flee? No, and he, so they, they've got to stand all, there. And,
0: yeah, because all demons are immune to psychology. They can never flee. They uh, just have to stand there and take it like a champ.
1: Because <laughs> yeah. I was, always, I used to do that with my harpies. Because often, look at harpies and furies are so similar. The harpies have got two, two attacks, and the furies have got the ward save. But I used to do that a lot with harpies. It's kind of like you know, march, block, bait something, and then run away. But can't
0: do it. Can't do that, <laughs> you can't. Can't do that with you can't do that with demons. You've got to be a little bit more. you got to be a little bit more, a little bit more clever with them. So, so what? So what's? Um,
1: so you kind of have the typical list of all the demons to include. But what's what's your typical list? If you're going to like a two thousand, to between two thousand two thousand five hundred, should we say? Because a lot of events are either two thousand two two five zero or two five. What what are, what are you personally tend to be bringing? So
0: doing that you look at the you look at the general strengths and weaknesses of the of, of, of the demon list you know it's like what are your strengths you're never taken a psychology test you don't yeah. care about fear you don't care about terror nothing and your entire army also causes fear and terror so you can use psychology as a massive weapon mm. and the, the good thing is is with demons as well as you can build them to any play style the issue with them though is is that oh god they're expensive
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's
0: like you you your basic play bearer is sixteen points. Every of the demon troops is sixteen points. So mm. they're ludicrously expensive. The, the the basic troops are very expensive compared to like you know like buying an orc or something like that. An orc's half the price of a demon or something like that. Mm. And the and the characters. Oh god, the characters. I mean, your average demon prince are <laughs> easily four hundred points, and you could make them nearly six hundred points oh. if you really want to. Yeah like your ones, because the Mark of Zinch is so expensive because it makes them a level four wizard. It's like mm. 75, 80 points or something like that for the Mark of Zinch on a demon prince. Mm. Then you add another 100 points worth of demonic gifts. But my my standard list revolves around two big blocks of plate bearers. So depending on the points level, if we say 2250, it'll be two big blocks of 20. Okay. And one of those units will have an item called the unholy icon, which is the demon's like special magic banner. Which increases that one unit's ward save from a five up to a four up.
1: Oh, I can make it. Yeah, that's that's what yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, especially with Nurgle demons as well, but, one so, of the main so, strengths.
1: Sorry, sorry. I was gonna just gonna say. So you have a good ward with the minus one to hit for the cloud of, cloud of flies on plaguebearers, right?
0: That, yeah, that, that's that's literally what I was just gonna say. The one thing to one of the greatest strengths about Nurgle demons, especially, is cloud of flies. Yeah. It is a blanket minus one to hit all of your troops.
1: <laughs> is that all? Is that not just Plague Bearers and Nurglings? Is it every plague bear- It's
0: Plague Bearers, Nurglings, Plague Riders, and the Chariots. The oh, okay. uh, you've got to pay for it on the Demon Prince and the Demonic Herald if you want it. But right. The Demon Prince is like weapon skill nine or something stupid like that anyway. So I think he'll be alright. Yeah, I think he'll <laughs> be alright. But so Nine times out of ten, let's say, and the, and the important thing is, is you combine that with the fact that the plague bearers, for example, are weapon skill four. Hmm. So, most basic infantry in the game are hitting them on fives.
1: Yeah, yeah, just yeah. to start. With. Yeah, any go- goblins, skaven, goblins, skaven, everything, ab- everything apart from chaos and elves, really. Yeah. Chaos, and, uh, chaos and elves, and. Uh, Lizardmen? No, no lizardmen are three. Are they strict tough? Or i can't remember. I don't. Maybe. I don't play lizardmen. But,
0: but most um, of them. Yeah, but most of them. And but you then combine that with toughness four. Mm. You then combine that with a five-foot ward save. <laughs> they, or,
1: or, f- or four up on on your occasion. Or, or four whatever. up on the one unit. Yeah. They
0: don't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you can i i have taken charges near the bs I, near the bsb
1: as well could you keep do you keep the bsb close to those units oh yeah
0: the, the, the bsb hugs those two units like yeah you, you just just hugs them and stays with them i've taken charges from dragon princes black knights um dragons you name it it's probably been charged by those plague bearers and they couldn't care less <laughs> They just couldn't care. They, it just goes into them, uh, you know. Uh, they don't care because they've killed one or two, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. By the by, the end of it, Um and that's the that is the greatest strength of the Nurgle demon list is the is the minus one to hit. He, mm. you, when you read it originally, and this was what happened when I did to begin with, you think that's not that bad.
1: Yeah. Well, it's I. Well, I've started, I think I've told you this before, where I'm, I used to be obsessed with, if there's any magic, I'm upset. I was always, I wanted the destructive magic. Do you know, like the magic missiles, the black horror, do you know, stuff that sucks things into it? A... But then I started, there's this, like, because I play with the dark emissary a lot, don't I? And there's this one more, because everybody talks about the fog of death, which is all units, blah, blah, blah. But there's one, which was often the one where, do you know, like, oh, I've got a couple of power dice left, and everything else is kind of out of range. And that's the minus one to hit spell. I'll genuinely say that that spell has won me more games than the that like the spells that wipe everybody out. It's just because it's going up against the one, especially if you're playing um, like chaos warriors with weapon skill five and stuff like that. You forget, and it's another thing where I suppose my opponents are waiting for those smashy spells where they don't dispel it. So you start seeing how bloody hell this makes a massive. T-. So I was doing it every, if you do getting the habit exactly. of doing it every turn. But if you have an army which just naturally does that, just from my personal experience, you can see that would be an utter pain in the
0: arse because I can see the uh, other person getting frustrated. You know, it, it, it's it's insane. Um, it, it, it's insane. Um, as I say, when you're taking something that should be hitting you on threes and it goes to fours and then there, and uh, fours on dice are incredibly swingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I know if you roll enough dice, it averages it out. But if you're only rolling five attacks or something like that, you've only got to have one bad round of combat and you will miss four out of the five attacks for rolling on for hitting on fours. Whereas if you're hitting on threes, you would probably hit three or four of those, Mm. and it swings combat so much because that's the, the the. the, the problem with neural demons, and it's why I started looking at looking at other, other lists, you know, like I built Corn Army as well, is because they don't kill anything at all. Or they don't really kill anything. The, the noble demons play very much to vampire camps where they are looking to beat you by one, outnumber you, and run you down. Yeah, yeah. You know, to get the outnumbered by fear-causing the enemy. Uh, and, and that's the... Uh, and that's the struggle also with a lot of people, with obviously because you're not going in and you're not annihilating things in combat, and you know you're not cutting great swathes of people down. You're mm. poking one guy to death and then eating the rest of the unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so going back to this, so we've got those two big blocks of plague bearers, and they're they you know they they are your battle line essentially. Mm. And then you have
1: two units. I usually have two units of three Nurglings because Nurglings, I don't care what anyone. The best warm in the game. You can Yeah, you can't fly past Nurglings. We have to. We have to talk about Nurglings because they're, they're <laughs> the ones I'm ridiculously jealous get of. On the show I, box about I fucking love Nurglings. It was the only way because I I haven't turned. But there was a moment where I was going to turn my finger into Nurgle, but a lot of people I know, like you, I know a couple of like. Uh, Phil who've talked on the podcast, he's a Nurgle beast man. So it's kind of like I thought, oh I'll try because I did try Sl- Slanesh fimir for a while, thinking that you know, gross well they are the
0: rapey people, aren't they? So. They're
1: pretty rapey. And I thought something that was like really gross monster, but the kind of have this sexy magic. There's something <laughs> something funny about that. But it but it just it got I'm too expensive. Of some dangerous but it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it got too it got it was too expensive, so mine have undivided. But but I was literally just what I was literally willing to put a mark on my general just so I could get Nurglins because every time I've seen you play with them, I see if they you could throw any knights into a unit of four bases of Nurglins and they'll probably be fine. <laughs> it's, a, I suppose, you can make them pop, but again, with the BSB nearby and all that, it's because it's, they're so they just got how many wounds if I roll into four bases of Nurglins.
0: Got <laughs> four each. Uh, yeah, the,
1: with the Nurgling, with the minus one to hit, with yeah. the five of ward, well, they, cause, they cause fear as well, as well don't they? If, 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 yeah, yeah. Of they get yeah, yeah. the But yeah. The
0: really funny part about Nurglings is though, is is that unlike most swarms, their weapon skills three, their strength three, and their toughness three. Yeah. So whereas most swarms are toughness two, strength two, that sort of stuff. Like Nurglings swarms, can actually that, fight yeah. in combat. I mean, my Nurglings have beaten Minotaurs in combat. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> and run them down. They've, uh, they've, they've done some absolutely insane things that you would never expect a forty-point swarm to, to do at all. Yeah. The last time I played Tom, for example, with his Stragoi, he uh, he charged both of his units of Black Knights, went into the two Nurglings each. So you got the one unit with the banner of the Barrows, always hitting on threes and everything like that, and you got the other unit that's and you got the other units that not those. Six nurgling bases tanked two units of Black Knights for the entire game. <laughs> That's their job,
1: isn't it? I mean, they're not they're not murderers, even though they do surprisingly amount of damage. Yeah. But they're just a wall of slimy nonsense to just get in the way and ruin everybody's day. Because yeah. I because I honestly would, would if I played you, I would plan around the nurgling. I probably might, if it's a bigger game and I see a great and clean one, I would, well, I've got to like watch out for these things. But literally, my brain would be going, "Oh, which way is this fucking Nurgling's going? Because that means my army like can't go in that direction, or got to go <laughs> around, or
0: one of one of these days, I'm going to weird you out. And I'm, and when like when you come over for a game or something, and we're going to play a big game, I'm just not going to take any nurglings swarms. No, oh, yeah,
1: I'd, I'd be I'd be furious. I think It'll cause... break the brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I I have seen, but I have seen armies without Nurglings. So I would even if it's like if you got a Nurgle mortal army. You sh- if you don't have a g- the only demons you have are a unit of nerve, I'd say you're mental because it's they make such a difference and it gets yeah. so- it gets so in the way of. Yeah, um, much the th- thing. Yeah, sk-
0: the thing is, is they skirmish. They're only movement four. You know, they march 8, all that sort of stuff. Whatever, but you can just use them to protect the franks of your big blocks mm. and run off and just go and get stuck into something that you want to keep over the other side of the board for a while. Yeah. And they'll do that job magnificently. And in some (laughs) cases, they may even beat it in combat and kill it. And if they do, (laughs) good job, lads. I love nurglings. They are the best in the game by any any stretch. You can keep your chosen knights. You can keep your guys on dragons. You can keep your level four wizards. Nurglings are where it's at.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, no. Anyway, if you're going to take one thing, I'd say, from this podcast, then you're chaos. Make an excuse to make a mark somewhere just so you can bring some nerglings with you. But definitely, anyway. definitely. And if and if you're doing a demon army and you do not have them, you have 'em, you've got something wrong with you. Do you know if you're do you know what I mean? If you go for all the fancy flying stuff, you've got something wrong with you. Uh and, oh, and you do, gonna... and you deserve to what happens to you, you
0: you deserve that. We're gonna have to, make you, know? a t- we're gonna have to make you a t shirt now, David, just a nurgling with the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be a great t shirt. <laughs>
1: uh, but but, then, but it, then we move with, with, with like the tagline underneath him saying, "There's two turns of combat
0: wasted." <laughs> something like, something, something, something like that. <laughs> oh, there we go. There's the first. Mer- there's the first piece of merch for the podcast. There you go. I'll well, <laughs> uh, yeah, so what, what else is it your list? Oh, uh, rest of the list. So then you've got. Uh, then I will make space for at least three to four plague riders. Hmm. Which is essentially it's a plague bearer on the back of a beast of Nurgle. This is the guys that are put on maggots because there was never really any model for them in sixth edition at all. Hmm. And, you know, a lot of the a lot of the chaos stuff from Storm of Chaos was you know I just converted it myself because yeah. you know back then Games Workshop actually wanted you to convert things and do fun stuff with your army and not just use the standard currently, you know, CAD designed lovely plastic thing. Hmm. Um, so I, I found these I, maggots. I from- remember
1: I was talking to, I think it was Ed, where he was saying, like, he had a really good point where around that time, Games Workshop had had that sweet, sweet Lord of the Rings money. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like, ah, whatever, do what you want. So it kind of, like, yeah, opened up the... Because I think the creator, do you know, like, they should, realising everybody's got 3D printers now, I don't get why they don't sell lots of s i well, I suppose they, yeah, they won't do because they'll lose lots of money. But have like STL only models. Ones we're not going to print these at all. So you can buy these ones you can only get from us. But here's these designs that we won't print. Help yourself. So, yeah. that's sorry, soap soap box for a minute. But but, <laughs> uh, but you know no, you're right. But I actually like that where it's kind of like because I've because I'm. Any anytime you, you can't quite find a model, like oh great, that's an opportunity to find something cool. Do
0: you know what I mean? And then it's normally Mac. Can you print this out for me, please? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, the um, but the plague riders, as I say, I, I, I found these maggots from a company called Heresy Miniatures. Um, they're, they're just some weird monstrous maggots. I assume they're probably for use in D and D or something like that.
1: Yeah. We yeah,
0: yeah. got them. Stuck a plague bearer on the back, and they look like demonic noble cavalry because. If you're going to have you know like base of Nurgle or, or, or something like that, then you want you want like you know naturally I thought maggots, flies, that you know that sort of thing. Yeah, but, yeah you know, yeah. You, know it, you know it's it's things that you generally associate with you know disease and rot essentially. Mm. So. But they're they're kind of like your heavy-hitting list. I mean, they're cavalry, but they're only movement six, um, so they're not very fast. And this is the other thing about Nurgle. It's not a fast army at all. You essentially spend the first two turns of the game just walking the enemy down. You're just walking forward. My first two turns are so quick. (laughs) But when these guys get into combat, they have There's not a
1: lot lot of shooting in Nurgle, should we say, is it? Well, you
0: can have one shooting attack, but... It's pointless. Um,
1: What's that? What's that? Is it. Is it the spawn of chaos? No, this is the stream uh, of
0: corruption. Oh it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Plague template. Yeah, you know, they vomit on you or vomit on you or whatever. The great and clean one comes with it as standard, so if I've got a great and clean one, I'll use it. But I won't yeah. give it to a, a demon prince or anything. Yeah. But yeah, these uh, plague bros have got d six plus two strength for poisoned attacks each.
1: That's the poison attack. The the po- Everything else isn't bought. Anything with poison, like. Um, I play like I was playing vampire count, uh, counts at the moment. Everybody makes a big fuss of everything else. or oh, ghouls aren't nothing, but if you get ghouls in, roll some dice, something's going to happen. Listen, man, you, think... you have skinks. You get exactly. them. Everybody thinks skinks are little wimps. How many times have I been wiped out by by standing and
0: shooting skinks? <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. And the thing is with them, they've got they've got that many attacks, so. You're rolling, it feels like you're playing current edition 40k or current edition, you know, Age of Sigma or whatever, because it's all about rolling buckets of dice. Mm. And you know, if you roll like 24 attacks or anything, you're picking up all these dice. Because normally in fantasy battle, you know, you get what four or five attacks in combat or something like that, you're not really rolling many dice. When you pick up this giant bucket of dice and throw it at someone, they're like, yeah. What the hell is this nonsense? It's brilliant.
1: <laughs> That's what he, uh, you, you don't care, he might have the worst stats in the world, but the fact that this guy's picked up a Two handfuls of days that instantly makes you go, hang on, it wasn't. Yeah, what's happening? You're, che- you're cheating, surely. You're like, no, no, no,
0: no, no. Here's, here's the rules. Um, <laughs> they're the, they're brilliant, uh, but they're they're the heavy hitters. Um, but you're probably noticing a theme through all of this as well, and this is one of the other weaknesses about nurgle is there's not a lot of stuff that can break through armor you know nurglings are strength three plague bearers are strength four your plague riders are strength strength four as well Hmm. Uh, if uh, i would also normally take a nurgle chariot as well that's your rare choice uh, because it's a toughness five chariot it's slow it's still movement six like the plague riders as well but it's got the beast of nurgle on the front of it so Hmm. it has d6 plus one poison attacks from it it's then got two plague bearers on the back, and it's strength five with its impact hits. So, so are
1: they so usually so say you got a big unit of armored knights coming at you. What what's your plan usually? Is it the chariot? Is it
0: put nerglings in front of them? It's what what. Put nerglings in front of Is my is my general thing. But where you make up for that is then when you go into your hero selections. So. The first thing that I, the first thing that is always in the list is a battle, is a herald with the mark of Nurgle, so he gets three wounds instead of two because that's what he does for demons.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, in like for mortal chaos, the mark of Nurgle causes fear, um, but obviously I already cause fear, so they give you an extra wound instead. Oh, right, that makes sense. With the with with the battle standard bearer upgrade and the spellbreaker demonic gift for a dispel scroll, because I don't run any wizards at all in my list at all. Mm. It, it's so expensive to get a wizard that it's just not worth it.
1: Is there no, yeah, there's nothing which is just like a level one of anything either, is there? So just the only
0: thing that you can do is you can give a demon prince up to four levels of magic for 35 points each. So if hmm. you want him to be a level four wizard, he's well, that's an extra 140 points on top of his already exorbitant points, already, yeah, his points card, and then you've only got one level four. So you haven't got, like, the level twos or the level ones to generate extra power dice for them to cast the spells that you want. It's why, you're, it,
1: it's why your turn one and two just flies by, because you literally yeah, just, just move.
0: move, you'll go. <laughs> just, just <laughs> you'll go. So <laughs> if you, if it's a Lord level, if it's 2250, I'm taking the Demon Prince. He then gets a... He then obviously gets the Mark of Nurgle, because hmm. he's got to have it. But then I give him the Blade of the ether Demonic Gift, which is a standard Demonic Gift. It's not from the Nurgle one. and that Which one does armor. that do? Oh, ignores right, yeah, 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 yeah. Ignores armor saves. Then you give him a Diabolic Splendor, so he's five-up save, becomes a four-up save. Not that I ever pass the bloody thing, but that's just a, that, that that's just one of those things that happens. Yeah. Uh, and then I also give him Soul Hunger, and Soul Hunger allows you to re-roll all misses in the first round of combat.
1: Right.
0: So he is your Night Killer. Yeah. Anything with a decent armor save, tarpet it with Nurglings, slam him into them.
1: They fly demon princes as well, don't they? So you could get yeah. behind them and then charge. Yes. Them.
0: And and that's also the thing. The the demon prince also give the demon prince or the exalted demon give you open up other options that you can do with him. It's like the first couple of turns normally he's spent flying around. If I can, let's say if I'm playing Lizard Men or if I'm playing Orcs and Goblins or mm. whatever because he causes terror on flying around terror bombing people yeah because the amount of times that like you'll land next to a unit of skinks and go boom and they'll run off the board (laughs) yeah because they're trying to get around the flanks or anything yeah yeah, yeah. or you you land in the midst of a load of goblins if they don't have fanatics of course Hmm. you land in the midst of a load of goblins and their entire army just scatters away from this demon prince you know it's one of the things that you learn playing demons as well especially with um, especially with, um, with 6th edition, is how much you can use psychology as a weapon in the game.
1: Do you just mean in terms of what's coming at you and how to avoid or not understanding well, what you've got? Because well, sometimes the, more, the model looks scarier than the stat. Type
0: well, no, it's the fear and terror because... You've got the demon prince or the greater demons that can fly around and make things run away from them. You know, it's like you can land next to a cannon crew; they'll run off the board. Yeah, that, that you know, that's a cannon gun, so you haven't got to worry about some something getting sniped out. If the you don't have to,
1: you also don't have to waste a you uh, a turn charging it, attacking it, yeah, and then definitely. and then trying to move back into the. You can get on with his day, sort to speak.
0: Yeah, you can get on with his day, murder something basically. Yeah. Which is what, <laughs> what he's there to do? But also with things that are charging you, for example, you know, like say, let's say you've got your block of plague bearers lined up and three goblin wolf chariots want to charge it and Mm. they're outside range of the general's leadership. If he's an orc, has also got decent leadership. Mm. Only one of those chariots will make it in on goblin leadership from the fear test.
1: Yes, Matt, the logic, I always like to think the logic of math, so it doesn't seem to work with me. It usually goes the worst way, <laughs> but you know you're right in terms of averages. Yeah, it's going to happen, isn't it?
0: In, in, in terms of averages, that's going to happen. So you you use it in such a way. I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's got really high leadership. You know, you've got like your, your Bretonians and all that sort of stuff. Or, you've yeah. got your, You know, if your empire's in range of your elect count or, or whatever, or your elves in general, they've got really hmm. high leaderships. But
1: but they even, run though all all, all exactly. of all of all of my armies. I've been like my main army's really been Empire, Dark Elves, and Chaos. All goodly. You'll be surprised how many those fuckers leg it in a game. Do you know what I mean? Exactly.
0: Exactly. But the thing is, is what what you're trying to do is you wanting to put your opponent in the position that's forcing them to take the test. Mm. Because if you're forcing them to take the test, there is a chance that they will fail.
1: Yeah. And and if you keep, doing-, if you keep doing, I suppose it's terror test only once, but. If you it's just fear, yeah.
0: because if you fail a fear test, that unit isn't doing anything for that turn because they're you know too scared of the smelly demons standing in front of them, <laughs> and and that's the thing. You, you know they will they will you, your opponent will sometimes it will be a charge that won't matter. Other times it will be a game breaking charge. You know, oh my unit of I don't know sword masters are going to go careening into your plague bearers, and you go oh bugger, I'll oh, bugger a favour field test. I failed my fear yeah. test. Right. I'm going to ram a chariot into the flank of them then, because they're still because they're still out in the open. Yeah, and I'll, yeah. I'll charge both, break them. You know, then they've normally got the banner of sorcery, so that's a massive point swing for me, and also I've, I've lost their magic banner that generates some extra power dice. Mm. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and that and that's the thing when I mean using psychology as a weapon because, it, you know, if you play the good thing is is if you're playing something like vampire counts as well, it also becomes a weapon because. Their one rule and the thing they're relying on. Their strength is care. gone. Yeah. yeah their yeah. strength is gone. Because you're using your the fact that you're immune to psychology against them. Mm. And yeah. when it comes up to a fight between they, a plague bearer or a skeleton, the plague bearer wins.
1: Yeah. And then their t- <laughs> their toughness too comes in handy and the the the, the zombie well, you never want to really get combat with zombies too much, but the, yeah, they they rely on it a lot, don't they? The fear part of it in terms of Daring, daring you to come at them and things like that, which have usually got to do with the Vampire Count army if they're not coming straight at you. And, that could... and I mean,
0: you say about kind of like my list and what's typical, I don't really see very many other people. I've seen a couple of people that have run to the next demons. Mm. Um, I know at the Chaos Rising a couple of weeks ago, I played a guy that was playing corn demons, but I don't see Nurgle demons an awful lot at all. You know, A lot of people play Nurgle. You know, Tom's got the Minotaurs, Phil's got his like generic Beastmen, Chaos yeah. army and everything, but you don't really see a lot of Nurgle demons, but because I've taken them to so many events, tournaments, all that sort of stuff, if you just start tweaking the list and all that sort of stuff. Like mm. I did. I did at one point. I dropped the mark of Nurgle on the battle standard bearer and made him an undivided character so I could take a unit of furies in the list to try those out. Because I, think yeah. you, I don't want my demon prince to, to fly off and eat war machines because it's just a waste of what he's there to yeah. do. Yeah,
1: I, don't, I, I used to do that with... with like when I had dragons and things like that with the dark elves, it's just God. It's, it's important to get rid of those things, but it could be killing more important. Yeah, he should yeah, be in there with a the lord or
0: think. something. Yeah, yeah he, he should be he should be on like a Titanic jewel with, with the other guy's lord or something like yeah. that. He and shouldn't I, be stomping a cannon.
1: Yeah, and, and and the amount of times my furies have charged uh, um, artillery and not even have to fight them, they just ran away because it, they fear them. So if you and and often if somebody's made the mistake of putting two. Uh, artillery next to each other, you don't even have to then charge again, you could just straight overrun into them as well. Yeah. And then, and then you can say, like, right, that's they've, and at that point, you could anybody could murder them because you're like, if they've got rid of two artillery things, that's his points worth, surely. So, yeah, having all of those points going chasing the bloody. Cannon, also, which is which you could argue is the only thing that could probably kill it in some armies you know what i mean but
0: yeah but it, it's two three turns that the guy's taken out of the game so he's going to get back into one combat and swing it and then that's about it it's kind yeah. of like yeah i kind of don't want to be doing that with my demon prince um but i so i played around with that for a while but I, I then dropped them because I was like, no, nah, it's got to be pure noble demons. You can't, you can't be kind of like diluting it with other gods. <laughs> Forget that.
1: Forget that. you oh, cleaning it. You're just cleaning it rather than making yeah. it dirtier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cleaning the list. Don't do that. I don't want clean
0: demons in my arm. Go away.
1: <laughs> so, so, right? Uh, is there anything else you are missing in you? I don't think. I think that's all of the. No, no, no.
0: That, well, that's that's the thing about demons is they've got really limited troop types. You know, you've got your 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 infantry block, mm. your like swarmy type thing like you know uh well in some cases you swarmy type thing but your, your extra thing. so it's like go on our flesh hounds, demonet uh slush has the out of demonets yeah. uh zinchas flamers and uh Nurgle has the Nerglings. you get your monstrous cavalry um which is your plague riders and then you get your chariot um and that, and that, that that's it that is literally so, it and your, so, and your characters oh the yeah, only other okay. thing that you that you're missing is the is the greater demons obviously which yeah i know i know you've got a specific question about those um about about those <laughs> in a minute but obviously i do sometimes flick between taking the great and clean one or a demon prince um the great and clean one's great he brings a bit of magic because he comes as a level four wizard a standard mm. for his points you know he's ludicrously tough he's got a bucket of wounds and all that sort of stuff but is it 10 wounds it's 10, <laughs> ten it, yeah. but... but the problem is is and this is what I've, this is what I found with with noble demons. It's a bit different when you're taking a bloodthirster because a bloodthirster flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The bloodthirster flies, and he's a one-man army essentially. Yeah. you know, if you're taking a bloodthirster, you're essentially hoping that the bloodthirster annihilates an army on his own, which is yeah. yeah. Whereas the great and clean one, he he's slow. He's still only he's moving forward like the rest of them. He doesn't mm. have wings and things like that. So you've already got a ridiculously slow army and that pretty much only quick element that you've got in the Demon Prince is gone.
1: And And you've got to kind of work out those, those four spells, what's going to do more damage into a Demon Prince getting into everybody through an entire game... Or, or six turns of using those spells. Is that, is that kind of like... The, the, in terms of... And, and what's the points difference between the two?
0: About 200. With my demon Prince, I think he's about 410 points, roughly, up with with all the stuff, with the mark and the demonic gifts and everything. And you only 600? 600. Uh, 600, and, yeah. I think he's he's the one that's 600 points flat, but that's just because he doesn't fly.
1: Yeah, so I suppose... I don't, know, actually, well, I don't know, maybe if you thought of him as a massive nergling, do you know what I mean? Just getting him to just get in the way, I suppose. Would that be more his yeah. use rather than just, like, guys, I dare you to move him and just put him in the middle of the army. Sort of, like well,
0: he, my my great inkling, on the one event that did take him to, he tanked an entire high-elf army shooting and magic phases for three turns before so he the
1: war. <laughs> they just went at him, yeah.
0: Yeah, everything magic, bolt throwers, archers, everything just laid into this poor great and clean one. <laughs> he was just standing there with his big fat belly, standing in the middle of the battlefield, rubbing it, trying to hit someone. The little <laughs> elves were just, you know, running around me, ru- running around me, doing doing the elfy thing as they do, you know, running running in circles, shooting me. And, but again, that was my, my rest of my army was untouched because they just tanked, they just annihilated that great and clean yeah. one. But the problem is, is by doing that, you're then losing 600 points. If you lose three Nurgling bases, it's 120 big points. So <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> so I love my great and clean one. Um, I, I always give them silly names. So as you know, uh, the great <laughs> and clean one is Gary, the great and clean one. You've got Barney, the <laughs> bloodthirster, and soon we'll have Larry, the Lord of Change. Um, but I love Gary. He just, in the style of list that I want to play, he slows it down too much.
1: Yeah, I just
0: ironically the fat bloke slows your list down too much,
1: so you know, <laughs> there we go. So, right, so if we get in all honesty, I haven't been listening to you for anything that you've said so far. So, now we're going to talk about if you're going up against your army, what I'll never get my notepad out. No, right, but, just, <laughs> but just if if you, well, yeah, so what would be your plan if you were going up against Nuga? Because you can't, you have kind of touched on it in terms of. Like, like, you would bring something heavily armored, and not blah, blah blah blah. But what, what would be your kind of?
0: All the games that I have lost with my demons, whether it's been you know a more of an Alex objective-based game or a standard pitch battle or whatever, has been to uh, has been to two simple things. I think is is the best thing to say. The number one is, well. I, I suppose there's probably three. There's probably three ways to to, to beat the army if you can. The first one's the quite simple one, which is take away their combat res because the demons aren't going to die very quickly at all. But if you can get a a flank and a front charge, or you know a mm. rear charge, that sort of stuff, you're losing a lot of their static combat res. So that means during combat, obviously during the during the um, you know your break tests and everything, mm. they are losing more models and they losing more models. Well, yeah know, they're crumbling they're crumbling faster if they don't pop because you know the the, the leadership is going to be a problem doesn't always work out like that especially with the of flies that sort of thing but it helps to you've got to essentially isolate a unit of plague bearers if you can and just ha- and just ha- go health for leather on them basically mm. with, with all your combat troops Roll so big, big
1: units would you say bring big units like so yeah, yeah. you've at least got the same
0: yeah, roll right. so many dice at them that Cloud of Flies doesn't come into effect anymore. You switch the yeah. you about back in your favor, that sort of stuff, and eventually they will just start to slowly whittle down and crumble. Mm. However, the easiest way, and this is why my list always loses to Tomb Kings,
1: mm.
0: and High Elves is, obviously, as we've already said, I don't take any Wizards. My Magic Defense is the two, paradise, the two Dispel Dice that I generate plus the one Dispel Scroll that's on the Battle Standard Bearer. That's it. <laughs> so <laughs> right. so if, I across, if I sit across the table from, uh, you know, a level four and three level twos at, you know, 2250, yeah, it's bend over Princess Tom, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously you were saying about the you were saying about using some of the, the more, uh, you know, the buffing spells or mm. the, the spells that mess with the enemy. Nah, don't worry about that. Just, just hit them with magic missiles.
1: <laughs> just <laughs> zap be. them.
0: Just sap them because yeah. cloudflies doesn't come into it because magic missiles automatically hit. Generally, they're strength four, so you're wounded on four. So again, if you do four hits, you're going to get two wounds. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, I might say I might save one, but what you're doing is chipping away at me because. I'm slowly slogging across the table at you, and every magic phase you're killing off two models. Every shooting phase you're killing off three models. And hmm. um, so by and so by the time you point, got rid of a
1: rank, to go on your last point, got rid of a rank. That's going to make a difference. Yeah.
0: And so if by the time I get to you, I've got six plague bearers. Well, those yeah. six plague bearers are doing in the nicest possible way, bogger all. <laughs> because they haven't got their ranks. Yeah, they haven't got they haven't got their rank number. They're not going to outnumber by vehicles in the enemy, so they'll just stand there and then get poked to death. Mm-hmm. And that is and so. And that's <clears throat> why Tomb Kings are the worst army to face for me because I don't have much magic defense at all. All of their spells automatically cast because of the way that they're.
1: Oh, it's, it's like they're all bound spells essentially. Aren't yeah, they? So, yeah, yeah. So it's, so it's like they
0: roll like like, like the uh, Leech Priest roll two d six, and that's the that's the level of the spell. Yeah. and so. When you've got two leech priests standing next to two screaming skull catapults and they can magically shoot the screaming cold catapult uh, screaming skull catapults, try and say that really quickly <laughs> in the in the in them shoot in the magic phase and then shoot them again in the shooting phase, they can do the same with their bow fire and everything like that. You just get whittled down, just slowly but surely, you just get whittled down and whittled down and whittled down until you can do nothing. Yeah. In combat. And that and that 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 is literally how you beat them. You know, it, it had the same done to me, uh, one of the local guys at Derby, Matt, who plays Hiles, you know, he plays a very, pretty much everything has got a bow, so, you know, we've got Tyranoc Chariots, Shadow mm. Warriors, um, Seaguard Archers, Bolt Throwers, yeah, yeah. annoying Eagle Lord on a bloody... I hate, I hate, I hate High Elves. <laughs> I just hate... <laughs> no, everyone, no, no one likes High elves, not even yeah. Hiles. <laughs> um, You know, and so every turn you're just facing such... It's a bit like playing my Dark Elves, you're just facing such a volume of shots that You're taking enough casualties that by the time you finally pin the buggers down and get into combat with them, mm. you've got so little left to actually swing with or to to beat them in combat that they just beat you and you just crumble away and you just crumble away and die. You're just onto a hiding. Another good way of also doing it is with march blocking because you've got an already slow army. Yeah,
1: that, that's a good you know, shot. They're not
0: they're not dwarves, so they don't they care about being march blocked. And so if you could get a unit chameleon skinks or Furies or, or whatever mm. behind them. Obviously, m- making sure that the Nerglings can't see them because you know Nerglings are awesome. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then is what will happen is is that you can then manoeuvre the army. So I can't line up a double charge with the two units of plate bearers, or yeah. I can't you know I can't have things supported because it's like my standard setup will be I'll try and look for a piece of terrain that I can essentially anchor one of my flanks around. Mm. So let's say if you've got like a, a I don't know like a big building a big building kind of like just off the center it, in, in like you know by my deployment zone, I'll deploy the two blocks of plague bearers with the chariot in the middle of them just set back a little bit from the from the line because the Nurgle chariot's a large target so it can see over my two blocks anyway. Ah right, yeah. So it can char- so it can charge out and hit something at the same you know it can charge out and hit something essentially, yeah. with the battle standard bearer either in a unit or if you've got someone. Or if they haven't got something like flyers or things like that it'll sit be, it'll sit behind the unit so we can't so we can't be seen and then i will move around that piece of terrain and just keep on having that front but have, have that front essentially that people have got to charge into if you slow me down so I can't do that, so the unit that's right next to it can turn really quickly, but the other one can't, and so my battle line essentially becomes stag—you know—staggered. Like. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm doing a bit of a stare move. <laughs> no, I get it. No, 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 uh, <laughs> um, become staggered. You, you,
1: if you imagine a guy doing big fish, little fish, cardboard boxes, is, is, yeah, that, that's essentially it. Yeah, that's it.
0: <laughs> um, but if, if you do that, then all of a sudden, I'm my flanks are open, so you yeah. can get in and amongst me, that sort of thing, and that. And that, quite simply, that's how you beat noble demons. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> any any magic items behind us? Would you go destructive magic items, or is there? I suppose lots well, of bound spells, well, bound spells with more magic missiles, or
0: yeah. I mean, the thing is, is it's just overloaded. So you know, if you're playing high elves, that means you're going to be dealing with that bloody ring of uh, yeah, ring of yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I can't or, remember, or that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the Ring of Fury, the one that casts Fury, a cane, you know, yeah. Dark Elves, you've got your uh wing of w- of um Cradrian, I think I, is how you pronounce it maybe. The one that does Doombolt. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. yeah. I can't one. think of the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's the Doombolt Yeah, Doombolt Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh you know, you got the ring of violins in the in the thingy because it's just another free spell that you can shoot at me. Mm. And more than likely, I'll probably hold dice to stop the Ring because that's a guaranteed spell and make you roll for the other ones. Okay, and then and then if that happens, I've just got. To, I'm literally I'm sitting there and relying on my toughness wall to see me through and my ward save.
1: Yeah. True. Okay. And the, and it if you can, agree. See the co- I can see the cocks turning. Yeah. Can you see? <laughs> what's that? What's that meme with all the numbers and the maths and the <laughs> equations yeah. going past my face? <laughs> uh, I suppose great and clean ones, if you're going to deal with them, I suppose it'd be, I don't know, I suppose there's just shooting, it's just the numbers game of shooting stuff at them. And...
0: To be honest, the best way to, they're really slow. Just just avoid them. Just keep them out of game. Or just put cheap units in their way.
1: Yeah. It's not, a, you Slow know, it it's, down.
0: It's not dealing with a bloodthirster that flies, you can see over stuff, so it'll, it'll fly, you know, you'll put some cheap unit chaff in its way and it'll just fly over it and go and hit the thing you didn't want it to hit. Yeah, because that's a, it's movement, yeah, it's a large target still, but it's still only movement eight. So, you know, yeah, it'll probably kill those sorts of things, but if you angle things correctly, they're going to be overrunning the wrong way that I don't want it to. And then the great and clean one sitting over there, and yeah, you might, you know, cast uh, what's the, the noble spell that's d6 wings? Um, uh, what is it, boils? Uh, um, oh, yeah. d6 strength or hits no armor. So. I always
1: get the diseases mis- mixed up with what's the name yeah, of which
0: one, yeah. Or, or, you know, he might get a cheeky pestilence off on someone like that or, mm. or, or or something like that. But the thing is, is that he's then not hitting stuff in combat because he's, you know, he's got six attacks, his weapon skill eight or whatever it is, strength yeah. six, you know, that sort of thing. Well, toughness one,
1: is, it's toughness six. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. six
0: across the board, which is a bit of a strange, really, because Nurgle's favourite number seven. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's... Yeah, his stats, the great and clean one, actually have no sevens in them whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> Well,
1: no way. he's up to uh, something
0: yeah exactly you know like he's he strength 6 with 6 attacks that sort of thing so you want mm-hmm. him to be hitting stuff um, uh, uh, I, was just, I was
1: just thinking about shooting him with stuff like strength 4 bears, stuff like that so it's toughness yeah, I mean, 6
0: but, and because because the greater demons come with set gifts you can't like tool them up how you would want to like you could a demon prince yeah. you can't increase his ward saves so you can't give him a 4 at ward save because let's be honest 10 wins at toughness 6 with a 4 at ward save would just be completely obnoxious so he's only got a five-award save. So if he can get through his war- he's toughness, a lot of the time, you know, you you pass, You pass. remember passing quite a lot of five-award saves because it does feel quite lucky on a 5 yeah. But really, you know, quite like on dice, it's a, it's a one-in-three chance. So if you roll three dice, you're guaranteed to get at least one five-award, essentially. You know, if you're talking about mass laws of averages and probability, yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> but... And, and so you do remember passing them quite a lot. But in reality, it, you know, if you pump enough shots into them, yes, they will go down eventually. But the thing is, is the great and clean one can only do so much damage because of how slow he is. So right. really, i just ignore him and hammer the rest of the army.
1: So he's just by himself. Yes. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. I suppose, I suppose the same... Because my brain was going, because I played an Empire army uh, with a yeah, steam was steam, at steam tank, like a steam tank recently, and it's just it's a similar kind of thing. It was kind of stay away from the steam, get everything else. I, I played then- the
0: same list with my Nurgle demons at Chaos Rising, Nick's Empire with his steam tank. I just ignored it because I had nothing in my army that could hurt it. Yeah, <laughs> I just ignored it and killed the rest of the army that makes sense yeah the, the steam tank rammed the demon prince and put him down to one wound it rammed some plague bearers and killed them but apart from that it didn't really do much at all <laughs> so what what, what? you know much like the steam tank that sort of stuff mm. feed it rubbish get stuff in the way of it and then just uh, and, and, and then just ignore it and focus on the rest of the army because I mean if you do get lucky and kill it great it's 600 victory points to you but is it worth it when you could get that same amount of points
1: from killing three Nergal bases and twenty bearers? Yeah, which are much easier to kill. <laughs> that's a good point. <clears throat> right, so uh, I'll, I'll get out of your hair in a minute. So a couple more f- things, really. It was just like that. Uh, what are you bringing to War of the Everchosen? Are you looking forward to that. What are you,
0: are you is? you going oh, yeah, to bring Nergal to that?
1: That's, 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 uh, that's, that's, uh, even though you kind of said you were retiring them and putting them away. Oh uh, well, I'm not. I'm not bringing a demon
0: base list because obviously you know. Oh no, that's it. As, as we know, this is about choosing the next ever chosen, so he's got to be more. I'm um, Omen and are in. I'm definitely going to bring chaos, but I can't decide whether I'm going to bring Nurgle or Corn because I may actually just go for a bit of a laugh and just push angry men at people and see what <laughs> happens. <laughs>
1: yeah there's going to be a lot of that <laughs>
0: uh, yeah you know um i i haven't deci- i haven't decided jackie I promise i've actually got to start painting it. i mean I'm, I'm painting a different army uh, at the moment so i mean you've seen my uh well we'll call them horrors shall we <laughs> some unholy union of a squig a horror and a human they're uh, it, so weird um but i i just i haven't quite decided yet I, well, we've i'm leaning more
1: towards now Go. got till february so you got a couple of months to pay him up and things. so um and uh and, and the last bit really was just do you, want to, do you want to tell everybody about um your 3d your 3d printing store just what what types of things you print where people can find you
0: yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm on I'm on Facebook um Matt's 3D Printing Haven. Um, it's the, and the same store name. Uh, is on eBay as well um, at the moment. I do need to get onto Etsy as well, but I've just um, I've just stuck with with eBay for the for the time being to you know try things out. But there, I'm um, a I, I will do you know commission printing that sort of stuff if people have got files like yourself that want it, that, that yeah. want stuff that want stuff doing. Uh, yeah, I've,
1: I've got a. I'm doing an Albion army on I, just every like Barbeck, Celt, Woad, Pict type thing, and you're, you've printed most of that, so cheers for
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a problem at all. And um, the uh, the other, but the main thing is I'm a registered, uh, I'm a licensed merchant for uh, two two creators at the moment. One's called For uh, F- Bezel, uh, and he does a lot of, it, the main thing is Chaos Wars and Hobgoblins. You know, if, if anyone, like the fifth edition guys with big hats and silly mustaches. That's that. that yeah, that's
1: look, the spit of, I was really impressed. I thought the dwarves might be easier to look exactly like them because they're a bit stumpier and maybe that's easier. print I was surprised how once they were painted, they'd look the hobgoblins looked exactly the same as the ones, yeah. The, 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 the hobgoblins were are the spitting
0: image, and I mean, like the hobgoblins he's got. Hobgoblin Wolf riders, uh, archers, warriors and sneaky gits as well. I, I, I think they're called assassins for them theme, but you know, they're sneaky yeah. gits from, from the game. Then <laughs> yeah. Chaos Wars, you've got you what you've got your basic warriors, your warriors with Blunderbusses, um, all centaurs, the couple of a couple of different character models and the guy on the llama suit, and then uh, the other guy that, I, that I'm merchant for is a guy called Illadeal, and it, this guy is so prolific, it's insane. I, I actually, the amount of stuff he produces, I can't keep up with listing it. I've still got about <laughs> a third of his range that I still haven't listed on eBay yet because it just takes so long. But he, he he's got, he's one of those that does a lot of um, that, that does picks fantasy armies and builds them, but does them for a lot of different game systems. So it's like I've, I've listed all of his dark elves, for example, but. You'll see some of the units that are for Kings of War there, like uh, mm. Elves have uh, like a, a war machine that's essentially a dragon that fires fire at people, like a baby mm-hmm. dragon that they use as a flamethrower, essentially. So you'll have some of that stuff, but then obviously, you know, you've got all your stuff that you would want to see from Dark Elves, like your shades, your Dark Riders, your Cold war Knights, all that sort of stuff. Um, he's done a range of Boar Orcs, which, you know, if anyone remembers Bebop and Rocksteady from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Oh,
1: Tales, yeah, yeah. Imagine that, but in
0: a fantasy setting. Essentially, <laughs> that's a so, well, good idea. Okay. Yeah, so so it's orcs, but they're all like you know hogs essentially instead yeah, yeah. of standard orcs. Uh, what well,
1: you could He's use just... it. You could use it as beastmen as well, couldn't you? Could yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, goat yeah, type do.
0: guy. Yeah, you could do it. Someone's just bought some of the the trolls as they're called the rolls or something like that as as uh, what the deal's called <laughs> but um some of the trolls and i haven't printed any of the range off yet because obviously no one's ordered them at all and i looked at them and i'm like those are actually really 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 nice figures in this lock like, i'm sitting there going uh eh, they could be some pretty funky I could <laughs> yeah i'm thinking like you know like pig pick, pick uh uh pig uh pig nuggle minosaurs that sort of thing um you know pigs could kind of kind of fit really with all the flies around them and everything yeah uh what else has he done he's just started to do uh kislev essentially uh i think he's oh, done wow. the league of slavia or something like that so it's like you know you've got like you know uh people riding bear you know like you know russian looking dudes riding mm. bears and uh ice queens and all that sort of stuff and wing lancers um, i was going to say
1: the guys with the big wings are the yeah, three, yeah yeah, but,
0: yeah. He's, he's done the wing lancers as well um there's every flavour of elf, um, so you've got your high elf versions and you've got your wood elf versions as well. If you if you want those, chaosy looking northern barbarian dudes, like lo- loads of stuff. As I say, I, he, 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 I can't list it fast enough. Which well, <laughs> well, I'll
1: I'll I'll link your store with anybody who finds a post for this podcast. I'm sure you'll find a link for Matt's stuff on there. So give it a, give it a look uh, lookout, but. Otherwise, mate, thanks so much for the chat. That was a good laugh, that, and uh, hopefully some good stuff people can listen to. Um, if you go to, as I say, if you go to a lot of um, events in the UK, you'll probably run into Matt. Uh, he's usually the top three, the prick, Well, I'm fighting in the top, bottom three. Desperate to get out of that top, bottom three. But no, no, you're BG. Just,
0: you're just a member of the Holy Order of the World <laughs> of Spoon, Dave.
1: God, you, you monster. <laughs> <What are> you? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but, I'm, but I'm sure I'm sure if the not... if because his games seem to last 20 minutes because he he hasn't got two rounds essentially I'm sure if you if you've got any advice and you see him he'd be happy to give you a quick chat where you, if you see him at event unless he's playing you yeah, then probably not so much but mate. I am not to give anyone any advice that's uh, that,
0: that's just the way it rolls in the community is yeah. everyone's out to help each other
1: well the, in all honesty that's why. I wanted to start this podcast, really, because it was really cool because people were really supportive. Complete strangers were really supportive of me when I got back into the hobby. Because people... That's what people, I think, a lot of people forget, is people want more people in the hobby. We want to play new people. We want to play oh, new... Well, oh, well, so- well, I,
0: I, I met you at someone's house randomly in South Wales because you'd come to that one resurrection event. That yeah. was literally it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That is, so people travelling from all around the country. And you, and you do... Every event, you meet new people, and you see the the same crowd as well, don't you? So there's like half of them you know, do all a good laugh. So if you're listening to this, you should check them out. This podcast that full of shame, shameless plugs of the War of they ever chose anyway, But any event, any event in the UK, you probably you, you probably see them. And if it's around the Midlands or something, and it's kind of resurrection, at Alex's event and stuff, you're probably going to meet Matt. But
0: yeah, we're doing we're doing another Dark Irons next year as well in Derby.
1: That's right. So just that you and Tom. It was a really good event in November, was it? That we did that. That was uh, October. October. October this year, yeah. Yeah, it's November right now, isn't it? So I've I've lost where I am. But but that was a really I good event. So, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So look out for that next year. But otherwise, mate, thanks very much. Appreciate your time. No uh, And I'm looking forward to taking all those notes you have giving me and giving you a smash in next time I see it and by I can smashing my, I mean i can never it. play my
0: noble demons ever again I've told <laughs> that's season,
1: it. you have to retire them now anyway cheers buddy appreciate it no worries thanks to Matt for coming and if you're looking for some really cool um, 3D printed miniatures for Warhammer you should really check out his store Matt's 3D Printing Haven on Facebook and eBay um, remember to check out uh, War the the Everchosen on talesoftheoldworld.com if you're looking for an awesome tabletop event. Otherwise, see you next time.